My name is Darren Joseph from HJ.Tax. We're the team that seeks to demystify the sometimes confusing world of cross-border taxation for private clients. And today we have the honor and the privilege of having a conversation with the one, the only Leonardo Marquez dos Santos. Leonardo, please, could you introduce yourself? Thank you very much for having me, Darren. Um, I'm, I'm a tax lawyer based in Portugal, partner of Miranda and Associates, also tax law and international tax law professor here at uh, Portuguese Catholic University. That's it. Wonderful. Um, What's going on with NHR? Can you help uh, us understand? Only good things. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so what happened was um, yeah. approximately two, one or two weeks before the proposal, the budget proposal, the prime minister went uh, gave an interview and uh, to CNN, and he just uh, said that he was going to end the NHR program, and he seemed to have delivered to some extent with that promise. So the uh, budget was presented to Parliament in the. Uh, October 10th. According to the current wording of the proposal, um, there is a, it's, not, it's not a full stop to the program, but it's uh, pretty much an end as we know it. I say it's not a full stop because um, because the program may still apply in certain, with a narrow, very, very narrow scope. Uh, for instance, uh, professors, researchers may still benefit to an extent of the program. Uh, but to the best of our knowledge, so according to the wording of the proposal, the program as we know it will end in December 31st. So what to what, what we know, what it results clear from the wording of, of the proposal is that whoever changes tax residency until the end of the year will still be eligible for the regime and the regime will apply until the end of the 10 years. Uh, if the, the residency is not changed or at least if you're not eligible according to the residency criteria, uh, you may not make it. So there is a grandfathering cla a clause that will that will uh, uh, allow the application of the regime for a period of ten years, but it's a, it's a after we don't know. I just want to stress that we don't know because of one thing: um, the government has the majority in the parliament. So if the government wants to approve the proposal as it is, uh, it will. So it's, uh, it's the end. But I've been uh, listening to a lot of uh, chatter and a lot of talks and. Uh, by consultants, by politicians, by uh, CEOs of big companies. So not all people is related to tax or, or not all people may, may, may have an interest in the continuation of the regime from a business standpoint. But a lot of people are saying, well, first of all, the regime is not to blame for the housing problem in Portugal. Maybe I should have started with that. The end of the program, according to the prime minister, is based on, on, their, on their opinion that the NHR is responsible for the current housing problem that we have. Housing problem is, I've been in mostly in big city centers, not in all, uh, not, not the entire country. So a lot of people say, well, first of all, this is not true. It's a matter of opinion. I'm, I'm not going to question that. But a lot of people say, well, there's a huge problem with, with the end of the program, which is to attract talents. Our personal income tax rate is uh, one of the highest in Europe. So we will not be able to attract talents to Portugal, individuals and investments to Portugal by using the standard regime. So. Even people and former state secretaries that do not, state secretaries of tax affairs that do not like, do not have a particular uh, sympathy for the program say, well, this may be necessary. And because all of these voices are seem to be defending the program, I still have hopes, but I cannot just, uh, I cannot guarantee anything or, or anything like that. But at least they, I have hopes that there will be some changes uh, in parliament because that can still exist. This is just mm -hmm. a proposal that will be discussed and approved by the parliament. So. Uh, who knows? Maybe we, we will still have some form of uh, of NHR. Uh, mm -hmm. In my opinion, I mean, 
there is a matter of opinion on the benefits um, mm -hmm. of the regime. But one thing for me seems clear. That is, you should not stop putting into a program that was in force for more than 10 years, mm -hmm. that was, um, for all intents and purposes, stable. Why was mm -hmm. it stable? Because it survived uh, several different governments from political from different political parties, but also mm -hmm. because even this year there was a proposal to end the program that was uh, rejected by the party, which is by the government party. So it seemed like something that would have would be would be stable. So you should not put an end to a program like this uh, from October to December. So if you if indeed the program is is going to end, there should be at least a transitional period of maybe one year. So a lot, a lot of people that uh, have made their planning that the NHR for those that are not familiar with the regime entails a change of tax residency to Portugal. This mm -hmm. is not artificial. People will have to, to buy a house, rent a house, and move to Portugal. So there are personal issues like uh, they want to bring their kids, but they, their kids cannot leave school in the middle of a school year. There are issues with visas that are taking some time. There are people that um, I, I have people, I know people that uh, sold their main houses and were about to start the search in Portugal. So mm -hmm. there are like a lot of personal um, decisions and a lot, of, a lot of personal aspects of the regime mm -hmm. that won't, uh, uh, that these are not compatible with the change within two months or three months. So it should be at least postponed until mm -hmm. the end of 2024. Mm -hmm. This okay. is all we know. Other, th other than that, it's just mere speculation. Mm -hmm. Okay, gotcha. But as is where we are right now, so everyone who's listening to this in the future, so this is uh, October the 24th, 2023. So this is the situation as of today. So if you already have NHR, you'd be grandfathered in. If you do not, you have up until the end of the year to move to Portugal. And that's an important point. It's not just going on the website and getting a NIF. You have to physically become tax resident by the yeah. end of the year. Mm -hmm. You have to and become tax residents, yes. Go ahead. Now, to post the question, post the question, because... Right. So, and, and to be clear, because, again, like, you've been listening to different discussions in different quarters from people who may or may not be qualified to make comments. So, I, I just want to be clear that you have to make meaningful steps. So, you can qualify in the tax residents, yeah, for those who are not uh, fully aware, by the day's test. But by now, if you're not here, you're probably too late to make that. So, it'll be probably the center of vital interest or the center of life test. So, you need to make certain, you know, certain meaningful steps, which can be interpreted by the tax office to show that you have moved here with the intent to remain, to make Portugal the center of your life. Am I correct in saying this? Well, I, I think we could, we could can discuss a little bit this. We have two main residency criteria, as yeah. many countries do. Uh, First is obviously the time spent in Portugal, 183 days. If you haven't uh, started that count <laughs> by now, you won't be able to make that test. Yeah. But th there is a second, let's say, main criteria, which is to have an habitual abode, to, to have a, a house available to you in Portugal. House mm -hmm. available does not need to be your property, you may rent it, but it has to be a house available to you that you can use mm -hmm. currently, that you intend to use currently as your habitual abode. Mm -hmm. uh, there is an intention element there that should be mm -hmm. assessed by external evidence. So in non-pathological situations, the way to show that you intend to use a house in Portugal as your habitual abode is simply to declare that before the tax authorities, going to a tax office or doing remotely through the tax authorities website, say, mm -hmm. I have this house here, here, here is the lease or the public deed mm -hmm. of acquisition. It is a lease of one year, it is duly registered, and I want to set my address here, and that's it. And, and so two nuances. First, we do need, you, you're saying you need to be physically here in Portugal. I think your uh, understanding of the 
the requirement is accurate because what the law says mm-hmm. is that under the 93 days, but even if you stay for less time, but there is also an element of presence in court. So, so, so there should be a presence here. You, you will still be uh, considered resident if you have that house available to you that you intend to use as a beach boat. So presence and change your tax residency. Um, it doesn't, you, you, you need more than an if, it's completely mm-hmm. accurate because we have two sorts of NIFs if you want. A non-resident NIF that you use to purchase a house, to lease an apartment, to buy a, mm-hmm. a car. Mm-hmm. And then we have to change tax residency. And that mm-hmm. is what is required until the end of the year. Mm-hmm. The application for the NHR can, in my opinion, be done until March 2024, provided mm-hmm. that you have changed residencies until the end of the year. Now, you, you've mentioned Center of Vital Interests. That's, mm-hmm. uh, that's uh, obviously remits us to an international tax law concept and to the tiebreaker. Mm-hmm. My understanding is that the NHR is a domestic regime. So in order yeah. to qualify, you have to meet the domestic requirements and the domestic requirements uh, will still apply even if you don't survive the central vital interests test. So if you're mm-hmm. really considered a resident in Portugal, but also in another country, I would say that mm-hmm. you still meet the residency requirement here and mm-hmm. you're entitled to the NHR. And here is something that we need to think uh, carefully for the future because mm-hmm. as long as you are granted the regime, you change residency, you're granted the regime, you can leave the country. And right. if you change your tax residency from Portugal to another country, you'll mm-hmm. still you will still be eligible for the regime when you come back. So you have it for 10 years. So if you qualify and then you leave Portugal, you will still have the regime for the next nine years. So this is something that we can think uh, about um, for the future. Um, what I'm expecting mm-hmm. is a lot of dual residency issues because people, mm-hmm. because there is no time to plan. There are countries that do not um, exactly taxable here. We do. Mm-hmm. So you'll be resident as of the moment mm-hmm. you arrive. And so if you mm-hmm. arrive now from October to the end of the year, and if you don't, uh, if, if you come from a country where there's no split, at least until the end of the year, uh, I'm expecting a lot mm-hmm. of dual residency issues. Right. And I, I, I just want to drill a bit more into that second concept, this the center of habitual board, center of white test. So is it that the Portugal law says tax residence is triggered in one of two ways, a day's test or a uh, place of habitual board? Or is the place of habitual abode a way of evidencing seven uh, center of life? Or is it only, so for example, I'll give you a scenario. Someone is rushing, they, they haven't found a place as yet. So they, you know, they have been to check into a five-star hotel no, with their family. Yeah. Yeah, they check into a five-star hotel with their family until they find a place they like. And the international schools, they take kids all the time. So they're here with their family. So their center of life is here. They send their kids to school. Their kids are going to school here. They just don't have a place of mature board because they're looking around and they don't want to be forced to rush into a deal they don't like. So in a scenario like that, they don't have a place of mature board, but it is their center of life. What happens? Well, I, in my opinion, this is my opinion. I, 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 what the law says, I will try to translate it as literally as, yes. as I can. What the law says is habitual residence. Okay. Habitual residence. So I don't think the habitual residence is um, the same concept as, as a center of vital interest because within the center, I'm just going to describe my reason. Sure. Uh, habitual residency is a place where you, that you usually use as like the headquarters of your life. You come and go. Mm-hmm. If you're a pilot, you leave for the airplane. Even if you stay for less than 183 days in Portugal mm-hmm. because you're traveling, there is a place where you come back. This is your habitual mm-hmm. residence. Center mm-hmm. of vital interest, I think it can be, um, it, it, there are other elements to consider aside from the, the, the place where you want to set your residency. For instance, if your family okay. is away, 
yeah. I think that will most likely attract your center of vital interest to another country or if your mm -hmm. employer is in another country. So mm -hmm. I wouldn't necessarily overlap the two concepts. Mm -hmm. uh, going back to your to your very difficult question, uh, I can I can answer that with uh, in practical terms, and then we can mm -hmm. next maybe discuss elaborate on that from a theoretical yeah. standpoint. But from a, from a practical term, uh, I will find very difficult for the tax authorities to accept to register you as residents with uh, invoices from a hotel. Mm -hmm. Sometimes even when you have Airbnbs mm -hmm. uh, and, and you say, well, I'm, I've booked this Airbnb for an entire year, so there is a clear evidence that I want to stay for a longer period. From a practical standpoint, and I'm not saying every tax office will refuse it, but I would say yeah. that it, it mm -hmm. is not going to be accepted um, as a rule. So it's mm -hmm. uh, the hotel, it's even, I think, clear that it will create uh, practical hurdles in changing mm -hmm. tax residency. Mm -hmm. um, but, but, but again, because habitual residence, you, you won't, typically you won't set your habitual residence. The place where you live is typically not in a hotel. I'm very careful with words because there are obviously, I mean, there are cases of soccer players here that actually live yeah. in hotels. Yeah. So I, I'm not saying that there are no exceptions yeah. in that. We cannot just show evidence that this is the case. Mm -hmm. I was in the case of the soccer play, players. It, it could be, I think we could be able to explain that because it was like, uh, public uh, knowledge that they were living in mm -hmm. hotels. Yeah, but from yeah. a normal, uh, from uh, I would try to avoid that if possible. Mm -hmm. uh, but if possible is not possible if you cannot mm -hmm. get a lease or if you cannot get a house, which sometimes happens. Mm -hmm. Then we just have to try and see how it goes. Um, mm -hmm. the, the, I have clients that wanted a place in a certain uh, city. Mm -hmm. There was no place available for them. So they had to stay in Airbnbs. They want absolutely 100% wanted to stay in Portugal, but they just, just yeah. didn't have the place available for them. So until the end of the year, I think we'll, we'll have to be creative. But mm -hmm. if we can do it in a, in a more standard way, which is mm -hmm. either you buy a house, obviously, or you lease a house, a lease with a, a length of over one year to demonstrate mm -hmm. an intent to stay for a longer period, mm -hmm. at least that lease should be registered with the Portuguese tax authorities. This is a formality, but lease agreements must be registered and stamp tax must be paid over that lease. Then you'll be able to register. I appreciate you being so thorough. Deep, deeply appreciate it. So if you're a six, seven, or eight-figure investor, entrepreneur, or business owner who needs a tailor-made solution from a qualified team of professionals, we can help you achieve the international lifestyle, the freedom, and even the tax savings you're looking for. Visit us at htj.tax and live that international life.